Welcome to the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Today's show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. It has all come down to this. Time for the TWSAA Blue Cross Bowls. Thanks for joining us today on the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. I'm Russell Venozzi. Here to talk about all of the championship games. We are also going to interview Pearl Cone coach Tony Brunetti in just a moment. His team is trying for its first state title since 1997. Uh, glad to be here today. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Just as we have been all season long. That's where fans don't let fans drive drunk is the slogan. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. A lot, a lot to get to here. We're going to bring Tony into the show He's been kind enough to take some time out of his busy week. Tony, thanks for being here. Appreciate it. So, Tony, you guys are, are heading back to Chattanooga for the second straight year. What does it mean to get that opportunity again uh, to play in that game? Uh, I think it's a blessing, you know, uh, to have a chance to go you know, to the state finals anyway. Any year is a blessing. Uh, but to get back, back-to-back years, I mean, I think uh, it just don't happen too often. But for us, we've been blessed. It is happening. And, of course, that game is set for Saturday at 11 a.m. kickoff Eastern time at Chattanooga's Finley Stadium. It'll be Pearl Cone at 14-0 versus Upperman at 14-0. And we'll get to that matchup in just a moment here with Tony. But I want to wind back the clock on you to last year. Uh, of course, falling short in that class for a st- state title game against Anderson County. You guys were right there until the end, had a lead in the third quarter. Uh, how tough was that to come that close? It was the closest Pearl Cone has, has been to a title since you've been uh, in charge there. Uh that's a tough loss. You know, I think you had opportunities to hold on and finish a game, and then we didn't, and we had some turnover. We had a turnover late in the game to kind of turn the tide a little bit. But the kids still fought all the way to the last 15 seconds of the game. That's all you can ask. Certainly. And when I was talking to a lot of the players on this year's team, including Zion Simpson-Smith and uh, Malachi Cromwell after last week's win over Haywood, they were both adamant that, man, that, that loss last year has fueled everything you guys have done this offseason. Uh, and they don't want, you know, they want a better result this time. I guess, uh, do you kind of get the sense that this is a team on a mission, a, a team really determined to, to win it all this year? Yeah, I think I think the loss hurt a lot last year, and they, they fueled them in the offseason to continue working hard. Um, we always believe in taking one game at a time. That's how we've been approaching the whole season, one game at a time. But the you know, purpose was to get back to the state and have a chance to win it. And the senior class has done a good job leading so as I mentioned, two undefeated teams set the square off in this game. And what did you make of uh, Upperman's win over Greenville in the semifinals, Tony? And uh, what have you sort of learned about Upperman since then? No, I think they're just a tough team. You know, I think they're a rugged team. I think they work hard together as a team unit. They play good team defense. And they do they do. I mean, they're a downhill team. And uh, I think they did a good job of fundamentally setting up a good game plan to, to beat Greenville. And shifting the focus back to your team, you guys are the only program in the state with two Mr. Football finalists there with the aforementioned Zion Simpson-Smith and also senior quarterback Keyshawn Tarleton. Why do you think each of those guys are deserving of that uh, Mr. Football award? They've made so much on both sides of the ball. I mean, the things they've done, Keyshawn's done it for three years now. And Zion this year has been – he played well last year, but he this year has been a phenomenal man. Like as a leader, I mean, it's been outstanding. 
we moved it from different positions. He didn't complain about it. And at the beginning of the year, he gave it up on both sides of the ball. Any position on offense that needed him to do, he would just say, put me in there, coach, and I'll do it. And the same thing on defense. But but now I think that he's his lead, the kids are really seeing his leadership and he's buy, they buy in because he's he's telling them, I'm all in, I need y'all in. His teammates are coming with him. That's 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 what a lead, that's what a football person must do. Same thing for Keyshawn on offense. Yeah, certainly impressive what both of those guys have done. And Zion hardly coming off the field there as part of that three-headed uh, backfield that you've got. He's got some help with from Malachi Cromwell and Javion Kennard. And that group was finally healthy last week, and it really showed on the field. They combined for over 300 total yards and seven touchdowns. Uh, how valuable is it having three guys to work with there at, at running back? Oh, valuable, real valuable. And now we hopefully we get we'll get uh, next to running back behind them, who's a sophomore. We started. He played the whole second half against CPA. He's back. And he'll be dressing this weekend in you know, Marion Stone. So we have four, four, another fourth back that can, they can play. Yeah, on that note, I know entering last year's Blue Cross Bowl, there were a lot of injury issues cropped up. And you guys weren't able to necessarily practice all that hard, just trying to keep guys healthy, try to have some yeah. people available. Uh, this time around, I, I know Grayson Beach is out for the year, linebacker who had a shoulder injury. But where do you guys stand uh, injury-wise ahead of Saturday? Um, losing, like I said, losing Grayson was big. Uh, but other kids have stepped up. But for the most part, health-wise, we pretty much – even the kid that got hurt in the game, he'll be back too. So we should be pretty pretty full of throttle. And that, that defense of yours has only given up nine points a game. And I understand that uh, in those Monday practices, they have to run – or the whole team has to run sprints for, for each <laughs> point given up. Take me through how you guys got that started and maybe how that sort of motivates <laughs> uh, motivates the guys to keep the other team off the board as much as possible. Uh, just I guess it really kind of started really more in the second half of the season yeah. started doing that in the playoffs. But um, just challenging them, man. I understand a uh, sense of accountability, but also some pride uh, of not giving up points because we feel like if defense not giving up points, we've got a major chance of winning the ball game in the other two phases of the game. I mentioned at the top of the show about Pearl Cone's last state title coming in 1997. Of course, they won the year before in 1996 as well. And uh, those teams were coached by Maurice Fitzgerald had legendary players like Santonio Beard, John Henderson. And I'm sure there, you love hearing about those, Tony, but at some point you want one of your groups to, to join that uh, that status there as state champions. I mean, what would it mean for this year's team to be the one to, to break through and, uh, you know, make history for Pearl Cone? I think it made history, the history, making the history is for them themselves, you know. I think they, they played for themselves and played for their teammates, but also they played for the school and this community. And if we have a chance to a shot at winning it, this year and being in a good situation to compete to win, you still got to go play. You still got to take care of business. But that have a chance to win it would be major for this community. This community will erupt. I got a lot of pride here, a lot of pride. Yeah, and, and East Nashville, too, will be down there in Chattanooga for the second straight year trying to go for its uh, you know, first state title there. And having two Metro yeah. teams back-to-back -back years, I mean, what does that kind of say about the, the level of play wish, right now? Wish, in, in wish, wish I, love, I love my buddy. Uh, uh, I love Mr. Head Coach Harris. That's right. Yeah, I wish, former, I wish former he had. Cone staffer there. Yeah, he, we, we all been together. Him and Coach Woods, we all been together over 12, 13 years. No, we all still good friends. No, I wish him well. And, um, of course, for all you guys as football coaches, no matter where you're coaching, there's there's a lot of more things uh, that aren't in the job description that you have to do, including interviews like this. So I appreciate that. But, um it's especially true at Pearl Cone where um, 
you know, a lot of the students are, are dealing with other things in their lives, like uh, coming from different family situations or maybe some financial difficulties. Um, how much do you view it as a responsibility to, to be a mentor, to be a father figure for those players? And I mean, how, how seriously do you take that uh, kind of responsibility? I, I, I think the, the, the biggest thing with that is that uh, we take a lot of pride as a staff to help be, be there for our kids in school and outside of school. Uh, to be there when they need the little things. That, uh, just to talk to somebody for a minute. We've always been that way with these kids because a lot of them don't have only have mothers and have a lot of siblings. And so we had to be a lot more involved as father figures and leaders by example. Uh, and I think that's what we bring to the table with them. And they know that we care about them and love them. That's why they play hard for us and we, we, play, we work hard for them. You've gotten, of course, a lot of players onto the college football ranks, and several this year's uh, players will, will join them next year as well. Um, yeah. how, how helpful is it to have extra games like this, to have more film, uh, to put your players on a, on a big stage like this? To, I, think, I, think, I, think it's big. I think it's big, man, because this group already got a lot of film, but they have more film. People really see them on a big picture, how, how, how they've been playing all year, and, and that's big for them to have, I think, more opportunities to come to them. Well, Tony, we are looking forward to seeing how it shakes out on Saturday. Appreciate the time and, and good luck against Upperman. Well, I appreciate y'all letting me come on. I appreciate everybody giving me a chance to talk about these guys and uh, and you be blessed. Thank you. Absolutely. Happy to do it. And uh, we saved the best for last there. I wanted to have Tony on at some point this season. I kept saying, you know what? They're probably going to make it to Chattanooga. Let's see if we can wait another week, wait another week. And here we are what's now the final episode of the Main Street Preps High School Football Show of the season. Glad to get to talk to Tony and talk some Pearl Cohen football. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and preview all nine Blue Cross Bowls. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey. I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Macon Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of the Gallatin Green Wave. For over 100 years, Macon Bank and Trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goal. We are local people with local decision-making and ready to serve you. Don't let pain keep you from doing the things you love. With our world-class physicians, Houston Clinic Orthopedics will have you back enjoying your life in no time. From ortho care to physical therapy and more, visit our website to book an appointment. Houston Clinic Orthopedics, when experience matters. Craving the juiciest, most delicious burgers in Dixon? Look no further. Luke's Burgers and Breakfast has got you covered. Whether you're in the mood for a mouth-watering cheeseburger or a breakfast burrito, we have it all. Our secret? Only the freshest ingredients cooked to perfection every time. So why settle for ordinary when you can have extraordinary? Come on down to Luke's Burgers and Breakfast, where every bite is an experience. All right, let's dive into some previews now for the Blue Cross Bowl State Championship Games that'll be played down in Chattanooga Thursday through Saturday at Finley Stadium. Great venue. It's been hosted there the last two years. I've really enjoyed the experience both times. I think uh, 
fans have too, uh, despite maybe some travel that's involved. If you're coming from the west side of the state or even from the middle part of the state, it is a little bit of a journey there, but uh, a great facility and, and a great event put on by the TWSAA. Uh, of course, we've got to start with, let's just go in order here. We've got to start with the Division II private school games. It will kick off Thursday morning real early. So if you're heading down to that CPA game, you, you know what I'm talking about. It's probably a 6 a.m. wake-up time, maybe a, maybe a 5 a.m. Maybe you need to leave at 6, depending on traffic. I've, I've still got to do that math for myself before I head down there tomorrow. But uh, it's a 10 a.m. kickoff central time and 11 a.m. Eastern. We're just going to stick with Eastern for the sake of uh, – Simplicity here moving forward. But that first game is Boyd Buchanan versus CPA. Great coaching matchup here. You've got a legendary Tennessee uh, wins leader, Gary Rankin, on the Boyd Buchanan side. Then you've got Ingle Martin on the CPA side. Of course, all the success he's had there uh, has been something to see after wrapping up his playing career in the NFL. And uh, CPA senior class has a chance to book in their careers with state titles. As freshmen, when a lot of those guys were just role players or maybe special teams uh, guys, maybe maybe just standing on the sideline, kind of taking it all in. As freshmen, uh, that team won a state title in 2020. And then, of course, last year's team and the 2021 team both lost to Lipscomb Academy in the state finals. So for guys like Cruz Law, Jackson Matthews, John Wayne Oliver, uh, they're looking to uh, to go out on a high note. And uh, it won't be easy. Boy Buchanan. Those those teams coached by Gary Rankin know how to know how to get it done at the Blue Cross Bowl, um, and they've had a perfect season so far at thirteen and zero. But I think CPA is going to find a way in this one, and uh, I'm picking them twenty eight to seventeen to win it over Boyd Buchanan. How about Division Two Single A and All Mid State Final here? Middle Tennessee Christian versus Friendship Christian, and of course Middle Tennessee Christians only lost the year. They are eleven and one. Was to Friendship Christian a sixteen to fourteen defeat way back on September twenty second. That was a great game. I'm expecting another close one here. Friendship Christians Tyson Walcott had a phenomenal year, phenomenal season on offense and defense as a he's a Mister Football finalist. Uh, the rushing yards every week have been something to see. It seems like it's been over two hundred, sometimes even over three hundred. And uh, he also has the Tita Busta Blaze single season touchdown rushing record uh, at forty two. So congrats to him on that. I think MTCS's big assignment here is going to be just finding a way to to keep Walcott maybe under 200 yards, uh, I think would be a win there. And if they can do that, and if Eli Wilson can get some yards of his own, uh, I think MTCS is going to avenge that loss that they had earlier in the season. And I'm going to give them with my pick here, a 24 to 21 edge over friendship Christian, another heavyweight matchup now in division two, triple a Macaulay versus Baylor. Macaulay enters at 11 and one, uh, having beat Baylor, Earlier in the season, 34 to 20 to 31 for what that's worth. And the matchup that I'm looking at for this game is the the quarterback battle between Vanderbilt commitments, Jeremy St. Hilaire on the McCauley side and Whit Muschamp on the Baylor side. Lots of other power five talent on the field as well. Both those guys have plenty of weapons to work with. Should be some points scored in this one, just like there was in the regular season meeting. Should be a great crowd as well. Both are Chattanooga schools. And uh, it's a home game for both of them. So I think the stadium might be as packed uh, as any that we've seen so far through the first now two years of, of Chattanooga. I believe the Tullahoma Elizabethton game two years ago might have been the biggest crowd I've seen. Uh, Macaulay and Baylor have both brought big crowds when they played NBA each of the last couple of years. But uh, this game uh, might might take the cake there. It's going to be a, a tough ticket. So uh, make sure you get there early if you're heading, heading into uh, Finley Stadium for that one. 
But I'm going to side with uh, how things went in the regular season here. Don't want to take a gamble on teams I haven't seen a whole lot. So I'm going McCauley 35, Baylor 31. Should be a fantastic game there, though. And then if you're a creature of habit and you like things staying the same, how about the Class 3A title game, Alcoa versus East Nashville for the third straight year. It's an 11 a.m. Eastern start on Friday, December 1st. And uh, it's Alcoa won those first two meetings. They've got eight straight state titles now. Uh, East Nashville certainly stood in there in both the previous meetings. And I think last year they had maybe their best chance. I think even into the early in the fourth quarter, they were still in that game. It was in doubt at that point, but man, Alcoa just finds a way every year. Now they've got Brian Nix as their coach who took over for Gary Rankin a couple of years ago. He's picked right up where uh, Rankin left off and, and really East Nashville is Damian Harris, who uh, Tony mentioned earlier in the show. He's done the same thing, stepping right in after coming over from Pearl Cone as an assistant. It's got East Nashville back in this game for the third straight year with a lot of new players. And I think that's commendable. Um, but man, Alcoa, they've got some great, great players on their team. Eli Owens and Brand- Brandon Witten Jr. make for some good weapons for Cody Pagak, the quarterback who's an independence transfer. So those of us from around here remember him from last year. And I think just all of that considered could be the closest game of these three meetings. But uh, I've got to give Alcoa an edge here, siding with history, and going Alcoa 35, East Nashville 28 there for my pick. Let's take another quick break, and then we'll come back with previews and picks for the Ule- for the rest of the Blue Cross Bowls. So stick around for that. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GRO Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GRO Group today. Founded in 2005, Pamela Witt, First Lending Solutions, has a reputation of consistently offering the lowest possible rates and, above all, providing outstanding customer service. Pamela Witt, First Lending Solutions, takes pride in treating our clients with honesty and integrity. We provide excellent service and experience you can trust for all your mortgage needs, proudly serving all of Tennessee. Apply today. Call Pamela Witt, First Lending Solutions, 858-518-1506 or online at www.firstlendingonline.com. NMLS number 314276, ID 135932. Tired of hanging lights every year? We get it. That's why Southern Nights is here to help. We install programmable lighting on your home or business so you can enjoy beautiful, customizable lighting all year round. No more ladders, tangled lights, or cold nights outside. We do the work, you do the celebrating. Call Southern Nights today and take the hassle out of holiday lighting forever. For a free quote, give us a call at 931-241-3074 or visit our Facebook page at Southern Nights. Moving right along with Blue Cross Bowl previews and predictions. We're sticking with the Friday games right now. 
with Class 1A up next. It's South Pittsburgh versus McKenzie, a rematch of the 2021 state title game. And that's the theme throughout here. There's a lot of teams that uh, have been in the finals either the last couple of years or back-to-back years or some of the games are even the same. So it's a lot of the, a lot of similar customers, and I think um, that's that's always interesting. It, it would be cool to get some more first-timers in there, and we do have a few of those we'll talk about in, in a moment here. But uh, South Pittsburgh enters at 14-0, and McKenzie at 13-1, and and uh, the Pirates are looking for their seventh straight state title. McKenzie is trying for its second um, second straight, too. They won last year their first ever. So um, after a year off, though, I like South Pittsburgh to win this game, and I think it'll be uh, a close one, though, maybe a one-score game. And so I'm giving it to the Pirates 31-24. to Class 5A, this is a rematch of last year's title game that Knoxville West kind of ran away with, 47-13. to I would honestly be shocked if Paige gave up that many points this time around. Uh, they, you know, are only averaging maybe about 10 points a game. They're only allowing about 10 points a game. And they've got a great defense led by Eric Hazard, who had a couple big sacks last week, uh, including one on the final play of regulation that helped uh, push Southwind back for a longer field goal that they missed at the buzzer, uh, allowing Paige to hold on for a 10-7 to win. Of course, they've got Brendan Nanez as well. Um, got a, a great offensive line there with Ronan O'Connell leading the way, uh, Clemson commitment. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see if Paige can fare better this time around. I'm not sure how much has changed since last year. It's a lot, a lot of the same guys on both sides, uh, certainly some graduations. But uh, given how big that margin was last year, I've got to stick with Knoxville West here. I think it will be a closer game this time around. I'm going West 24, Page 17. Now let's go on to the Saturday games, the final three games of the high school football season here in Tennessee. Upperman versus Pearl Cone is up first at 11 a.m., like we talked about earlier in the show. Uh, Two unbeaten teams, Upperman, I believe this is their first trip to the Blue Cross Bowl, so congratulations to them for that. And they've got a couple of guys who have over 1,000 yards rushing. That's running back Ethan Polk and quarterback Bronson Chaffin. Chaffin, excuse me. Uh, They've combined for 27 rushing touchdowns this season. And Chaffin can also throw it some through the air. He's got about 1,300 passing yards. So there is a dual threat aspect there to the quarterback that Pearl Cone will need to account for. But I think this is the Firebirds year. They've been waiting and waiting and waiting. Tony Brunetti's had a lot of great teams. Tons of Power 5 and college talent come through his program. They lost in 2015 to Knoxville Catholic. Lost again in 2019 to Alcoa. And then lost last year to Anderson County. And the fourth time, I think, is going to be the charm for Pearl Cone under Tony Brunetti. I've got the Firebirds taking this one 34-24, and we'll just see uh, how that one plays out. Next up is East Robertson versus Riverside for the Class 2A state title. East Robertson 13-1 playing for its first ever state championship in football. Uh, Riverside, of course, uh, solid program as well. Uh, I'm not sure, though, that they're going to be able to keep up with what East Robertson's going to roll out there with, uh, of course, Isaiah Groves uh, running back and then his brother Elijah at wide receiver and linebacker. They've also got uh, Dallas Caffrey, a super productive senior linebacker who had a key fumble return for a touchdown last week to help East Robertson win at York Institute, which certainly was not an easy task there. York Institute was undefeated and ranked in our MSP top 25 at the time of that game. But uh, man, what Chase Brooks has done in just two years at East Robertson is uh, really impressive. And I think the Indians are going to pull this one out uh, to get a Football state title to, to go with their recent basketball and baseball state championships. I'm going East Robertson 27, Riverside 24. 
And then the capper to the season, Oakland is back again. They've won three straight Class 6A state titles. They are going to take on Houston, which completely dismantled Brentwood last week in the semifinals, 28-0. to So Oakland's got its work cut out for uh, itself in this game. But Patriots have been there before. Kevin Creasy is possibly the best coach in, in Tennessee. You can make that argument, certainly, with what he's done at in Murfreesboro over the last several years. They've also got two great running backs in Dewan Morris and Ashton Jones, who entering the semifinal round had combined for 43 touchdowns. Rushing, I think they're closer to 50 now after what they did last week at Bradley Central. And uh, I've got to take Oakland here. Uh, be, be silly not to, even though Houston's had a great season, got a great team, and, and could very well give them a good run in this game. Uh, I'm going Oakland 35, Houston 21. And uh, Oakland did lose two games this year, so they are not unbeatable. They lost at Center Grove, a powerhouse in Indiana, and they also lost to Riverdale in the regular season and then turned around and beat Riverdale 56 to nothing in the playoffs like we talked about a couple weeks ago. So we'll see how that one goes, but certainly uh, Oakland has got to enter as the favorite just based on what they've done uh, entering that game. So for my picks this year, uh, 109 and 39 overall is where I stand entering this final week. Brady McAtimney, our Carsville sports editor, is all but locked up the title. He's six games ahead, and I don't see how mathematically it'd be possible uh, to even – I guess technically it is mathematically possible, but uh, if we picked enough of the same results here, there's no way that I can make up that much ground, so it's likely going to be a second-place finish for me. Uh, Disappointing, but, hey, we do the the best we can with these picks. High school football, uh, sometimes these results are pretty hard to pin down, and unpredictable things happen, which is what makes the games interesting, what – and what's going to make the Blue Cross Bowls interesting. Hopefully we get some good games down there. Uh, of course, we'll be down there with full coverage of the events. Uh, I'll be there along with Chris Yao and Maurice Patton, who will be doing live shows, previewing and recapping each of the games. So be sure to stay tuned to MainStreetPreps.com, as well as our sh- social channels on Twitter and Facebook to check all that out. We've also got Tommy Bryan and David Wilson doing some down and back trips to cover their teams. So we'll, we've got we've got you covered from wall to wall there down in Chattanooga. Uh, looking forward to it. Thanks for tuning in all year to the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show as well. I've appreciated the support. Enjoyed getting on here and talking to coaches and players and uh, making some picks for games every week. So thanks for being here. Stay tuned to MainStreetPreps.com for the rest of our high school football coverage. And take care. You've been watching the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about high school football. The Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.